We have Adam and Eve versus Tom and Jerry. Both fictional characters. Nah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Kush and Miguel. One of the greatest duos of all time. One of the greatest duos of all time. We. When did this journey start? When did the Fortnite journey start? Welcome, welcome back to the Critical Banter Podcast. This is the podcast where we take the very best bits from your favorite late night shows and package them into one singular offering. On this week's episode, we will be going through, as we sort of alluded to last week, some duos. Mm. We'll be going through a bracket challenge of duos to see which two pa- which pairing comes out on top. And we'll also be going through and reviewing some of your local train stations, which we asked for on Instagram on a new segment called Rating Your Local. But before I trap the week, we got me and Miguel, we have Cushy. Yes, sir. That is it. That is <laughs> it. <laughs> this is one of the all time, and this is why we're doing the duo segment. This is why I do, because as I alluded to in my debate last yeah. week, Cushy and I are one of the greatest duos to ever hit the battle bus. Exactly. It is, look, it's it's something that we're, we're talented on the on the sticks. On the sticks, absolutely. And I want to translate that onto the auditory format. And it will absolutely hit. Exactly. And look, here's, here's the thing with the duos, right? Sen, I've done one with Sen. I've done one with Ro. You've done one with Sen. And you've done one with Ro. Absolutely. We are the final frontier that we, we haven't hit yet. Exactly. We're the last duo. Have Has anyone been calling out for it? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, we are here. This might also be one of our longest episodes, but guess what? That's the power of That's the duo. That's fine. You get, the, the, you, get, the duo. you get the both of us. Where is Seth and Ro today? That is a great question. Who knows? Who knows? They. Yes. I think they've both gone on holiday. And not, I, look, Ro's annual leave is, is a mystery to me. It's yes. like a, it's a never-ending box that he can just pull out and exactly. take days off. And then I swear the other day, he also sent a Snapchat of another holiday he's booked. Another, exactly. Where, where's this man going? So he's taken a few weeks to go, you're, um, you know, I'm giving his itinerary. I don't care <laughs> if he wants to be secret. So he's taken a few weeks to go to Europe. And then all of a sudden he's booked even more travel, like during what? June or some shit. So and he's going I feel, I, again. I feel like he was away earlier in the year. Oh my God. And he's away now with said. I heard that they're, you know, don't contact them was with the, yeah. the message from them. Phone's off. Don't bother. We wanted to call them during the log, actually. That's fine. That's fine. We got me and Cushy here. And do I have a story for you, Cushy, that I definitely need your input in? Go on. So the other the other week, I was I went out to um, lunch with the Rohit's missus, actually. Mm. It was both of us. And then we went out to eat lunch at a fine establishment. Toddy's. We went to Toddy's, you know, Toddy's, shout out. Yeah. Do I shout? Have you been? That's, I've seen the, the video. It's the one with like the, the bread the bread, and you pop it, right? Yeah, yeah. which Sen said was okay, <laughs> which stirred a lot of people's- um, I've never been, but it's very expensive. It is quite- uh, It's it's mid-tier, I reckon. It's not mid-tier. fine, but for a piece of bread, it's bread's probably <laughs> okay. like 15 bucks. Okay. And then, or 20 bucks. The sides as well. You get many little dishes of cheese and meats and other okay. fine, fine right. um, foods. Anyway, that's <laughs> besides the point. This is not of Toddy's <laughs> fucking advertisement. Anyway, so, so we go out to lunch, right? And yeah. then- we sit down and then um, we get our menus and stuff. And then the we know what to get because she's been a few times. I've mm. been a few times with my missus and other people. So we know what the go is. Mm. So we go, we know what to order, but we don't know what drinks to get yet. Because um, like I drove and then we went out for like a workout. We went for a walk nearby. Okay. So we don't know if it's a drinking mood yet, but yeah. we're like, if you know Toddy's, it's a, you go there to socialize and drink and everything. So we're like, it's part of the vibe, right? Okay. Um, but we order our food first, get that out of the way. And then after a few minutes, we look through the drink menu. Like, we'll just get like a, a light drink, you know, nothing too serious, nothing too, right. no, nothing too heavy. And then obviously drinks are quicker. So they come first and then we get our food afterwards. So yeah. as I said, Toddy's, you get the bread and you get like four or five or like three, four 
small dishes. So you get oh. a lot of different things. And then one of the things we ordered was, um, was incorrect, right? So one of the small dishes, they brought out the wrong meat, for example. I forget what it was, but it's wrong meat. So, you know, we just go, hey, look, you know, we actually ordered um, the salami instead of the, I know, prosciutto, right? Mm. And I'm like, can you swap it? I'm like, yeah, no worries, we'll swap it. Um, sorry about that, et cetera, et cetera. Beautiful service. Beautiful. You know, they held their hands up. We made the mistake. We brought the wrong food. We listened to you incorrectly. Fantastic. And we'll adjust it, right? Yeah. So what they do is, yeah, they fix it, whatever. They bring out now the um, the salami instead of prosciutto. We're all good. We're eating. You know, we're drinking, we're having mm. a good time. And then we come to settle the bill, right? Yeah. And then we ask, yeah, look, we're going to head. Like, can we get the bill? We want to pay. And I get the bill. And then I'm like, I know they brought out the wrong food, right? So I just want to make sure because what whatever we ordered was more expensive. Right. So I'm just like, oh, le- less expensive. So the incorrect item was more expensive, right? Gotcha, so I'm yeah. like, I don't want to pay extra for something I didn't get. Yeah. So I'm looking through the receipt. Lo and behold, incorrect on the receipt, right? Mm-hmm. And then I go up to them and then I'm like, hey, look, uh, uh, we didn't order this. We actually ordered this. Again, no worries, mate. We'll get you the right receipt. Done. Said, and they're like, they hand me the receipt, right? Yeah. And they're like, here you go. We fix it up. And I'm looking through the receipt. The total looks a little low, Kush. The total is low because I realized they didn't add the drinks onto the receipt, oh, right? Okay. So now I've gone back to adjust the receipt because I don't want to pay an extra like couple dollars. Yeah. But in in the net sum, the net total, I'm prof- profiting. Because they haven't charged us for two drinks. It's probably like, what, 20 bucks or $25. So this is where I ask you the question, Cushy. You've done all these maneuvers, right? The context is all there. What what would you do? I think it always, it goes down to the context of the establishment. Toddies. They're famous. Famous. They make money. It's one of their, I think, three or four locations. There you go. They're domestically around the world. I mean, <laughs> around the, 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 the state, that's what I should say. <laughs> around Eastern Sydney. <laughs> around Eastern Sydney, they're present. That being said, like if it was something like a very small cafe, my local cafe potentially, or like a local dining restaurant, I might go back. I might. I might consider it. There's so many things to consider. It might you be my mood. You haven't paid yet though, as well. Right? You haven't paid the, yet. The, the, the situation's in your hands as you speak. I... I, I look, I, I'm not a fan of these. I've never been to Toddy's, but like there's a lot of fine dining restaurants that aren't really fine dining. They're mm. just, they, they position themselves branding wise, everything like, oh, we're, we're upper class. Yeah. But the food that they give isn't really all that. And then they're very pricey. Look, so, I will say Toddy's food is good. The food is good. good. I enjoyed it's the meal. It's worth the, the value that you're paying. I would say so. As well, the, you okay. know, the ambiance is nice. The, the vibe okay. is busy. It was like, you know, he was busy. So it was okay. a good time. Ambiance, nice service, as you know, was lovely, as I just okay. explained. Because it's like one of those situations like cross pizza. Charge you like $25 for a margarita. That's a fucking joke. Exactly. That, that, that's, that's, that is that's ridiculous. Disgusting. That's ridiculous. So you're saying Toddy's is much better than that kind it's of value f- they're offering. It's a good assumption, yeah. but at the same time, they make a lot of money. They make a lot of money. Bread is bread priced $15, $20, right? Yeah. So that's up there. They're hey, making a plenty of money off me already. Yeah, I'm going to say, you know what? Their mistake. They they were they weren't on the ball. They made three mistakes. It's on them. It's time. Maybe perhaps some training, some coaching, some corrective exactly. coaching. Exactly. I, I should sub- prescribe some training. You know. Exactly. If anything, you pass on some feedback. You be like, great service. You know, adjusted my mistakes. But perhaps corrective coaching is required to avoid future mistakes. Exactly. And then you chuck in a little line to avoid mistakes such as perhaps not charging <laughs> the correct value to a customer as they're leaving. <laughs> Is that on me? Because I, again, I ordered the drink separately to the food. So it's all on them. It's all on them. That, they made three mistakes that night. That is a that lot. Is true. That is huge. That's, that's a bit excessive. No. I don't think you're in the wrong. Do you think I paid for the drinks, Kush? 
No. <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> Absolutely did. not. I reckon you didn't even give it a second thought. You looked I at did it. give it a second <laughs> thought because they were so nice, right? Yeah, okay. And it was such a good experience that I'm like, man, it's the fact that I said, it's the fact that I gave them back the receipts. Like it's incorrect. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I feel like I'm getting a bit greedy there. Yeah, no. You know, I'm not paying. I've already got $20 off the receipt. So wait, were the drinks there in the first receipt when it was the that, I don't think so. I, but I don't think I, I don't think I checked though. Okay, okay. So like, I just think that because it was ordered separately, that it wasn't included. Yeah. So like, if you think about you know holistically, let's take a step back. Yeah. Holistically, I've got a receipt where I am in net profit, right? Yeah. I'm paying twenty dollars <laughs> less than I should be, yeah. and I'm even greedy <laughs> and got even three more dollars off that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. That was mistaken. <laughs> and I realized that, right? So it's not like I've walked out paid. I'm like, oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. pay. I know the situation's in my hands. I'm exactly. yet to pay. No, I, I reckon you've done nothing wrong because, like, in the end, it's on them. And the fact that they made three mistakes means that they clearly were all over the place. Right. So there's a lot of caveats here. There's, there's a lot of caveats here. And, like, I, I haven't been to Toddy's, but, like, things that I've heard, the videos that I've seen. I wouldn't even give it a second thought. I'd be walking out. <laughs> I'd be going back and be like, hey, I actually didn't even eat this. <laughs> Take hey, it I just, out. I just got the bread actually. <laughs> yeah. I actually got one drink. That's it. The rest is fucking useless. All right. Glad to hear because on the way home, that was a big moral dilemma of, was I too greedy? It always happens. Look, I, I reckon, remember the story that I told about the, the suits? The suit, I was thinking about that one friend. as well. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's that's the that's the next bar. <laughs> that's the next bar. But this one, I agree. No real issues. Yeah. I have a quick story as well. I've been seeing a lot of uh, trailers that have been coming on on TV, free-to-air TV. It's been a while since I've seen trailers like that. And they always have this thing, bestseller, New York Times bestseller. Oh, it's like one of the screens they show, you know? Yeah, one of the greatest books, you know? Yeah. Does that ever influence you? I'm going to say, I would like to say no, because I'm a free thinker. Mm. Nah, that's, oh. that's bullshit. <laughs> I re- no, because I'm like, if a movie hasn't come out yet, yeah. how, who are these people reviewing it? So you, this is a movie you haven't seen. You haven't seen any marketing. It's the first thing you see and you're like, all right, this looks interesting. Then the screen hits you. New York Times, number one bestseller. The problem is that doesn't do it for me because one, I don't back the publications. Mm. You can be biased in these reviews, right? Yeah. And second of all, every movie trailer has it, right? Yeah. Every movie trailer has someone that said it was the greatest movie of all time or someone said mm. it was the best book they've read in 20 years. You know what I mean? Well, here's my thing. Because like The Guardian could rate yeah. the movie. John Wick. Five out of five, but then Sydney Morning Herald credit one out of five. They're yeah. just excluding the negative reviews. Exactly. And look, they're doing the right thing by not putting the negative reviews <laughs> on the market. That'd be a PR disaster if they did that. <laughs> is that is that something that some some production company should do? I feel like I would be interested if they're like, this is one of the worst movies of all time you'll ever see. This is actually terrible. No, the, best if, the best in the middle is like decent watch you've had free time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like that sort of review. And I probably would go for something like that. You know, if you got some free time, go for it. But when every company does it, is it effective? Yeah, that's that's yeah, what I mean. Every company has a something that sells them. It's the best of all time. But they're paying for that. They've, they've reached out to this establishment. Is that how it works? Yeah. They're going to the reach out to New York Times and be like, watch this film. Like they would have like- Sometimes they give it early, like release to critics. They'll do it, and then they might, you know, do some more negotiation. They'll be like, "Oh, we're going to put you in the marketing material," you know, a little little slide in. So there might be a bit of incentive there, you know. Maybe I will put it to New York so Times bestseller. Not, so they're not honest. Yeah, and it's like, when will our bestseller for that one minute, exactly. for that one hour? Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? Give me a time knows? frame at least. Yeah. What least. genre were you bestseller? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Best-selling I- John Wick films of 2023. <laughs> 
Cool, man. You done it. You done it, bro. You done it. <laughs> best can of film between We're the best podcast called Critical Banter. You know what? Maybe that's, that's going to be it. We've got our title done. <laughs> best Sydney podcast. Alrighty, nieces and nephews, we have the bracket challenge back. And as we alluded to in the log, we'll be going through some of the world famous, I'd like to say, duos. Mm-hmm. So we have on screen, so YouTube is always a better experience. But, you know, if you're in the car, we do not recommend watching and driving. <laughs> Listen to Spotify and then go home and then watch it visually. Exactly. Because you know, it, it'll be such a quality bracket that we would want you to watch twice. So we have a 16 team participant. 16 participants. That's good. 16 participants, 32 individuals <laughs> in this duo challenge. They are randomly seated. We don't have any rankings or anything, nah. but on screen they've been randomly sorted and we will go through the bracket. Should we read out the whole bracket first? Yeah, absolutely. Let's go through it. All right. So top to bottom, our first matchup is peanut butter and jelly versus Kush and Miguel. <laughs> Exclusively Fortnite, all right? However you feel about today's episode is not included in that. But that is a big matchup first that round. That is big one. We have Rick and Morty against Batman and Robin. Ooh. We have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson against Mario and Luigi. Ooh. There are some heavy hitters here. That's a big one. We have Sweet and Sour versus Salt and Pepper. Two, the food groups are eating. We have Copy and Paste versus Ladies and Gentlemen. <laughs> that are two iconic duos. We have Adam and Eve versus Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Both fictional characters. Nah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Just because Rohit's not here to defend himself. <laughs> we have Kanye West and Jonah Hill against <laughs> Key and Peele. <laughs> and lastly, we have Bacon and Eggs against Push and Pull. Wow, that last one. Definitely That's food bracketed. <laughs> All right, so we'll start from the beginning. We'll start from the top. Mm. And I feel like we're a bit biased here, but that's okay. Peanut butter and jelly versus Kush and Miguel. Let's look at it from an objective standpoint. So we'll start with peanut butter and jelly, right? Yeah. Iconic staple in the uh, like American household. Yeah, we we get the peanut butter and jam. Jam. And that's rare as well. And jam and jelly are not the same thing. Absolutely not. Jam is a is is derived from mainly fruit, right? It's like concentrated fruits, cooked from fruit, whatever. Jelly is like flavored, like something that's flavored fruit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because you get maple syrup and maple flavored syrup, right? Jelly is the grape flavored. Yeah. Toxics. They're I don't both know. artificially sweetened, but one is way more than the other. Jam Absolutely. is way more natural. Exactly. Agreed. I don't think jam is artificial as well. Surely it is. No, I think jam, you put the fruit. I've watched many videos. Really? Yeah, you put the you put the fruit in the thing. Yeah. In a pot pot. Yeah. Put a lot, lot of sugar in it. Yeah. And you just cook it down until it becomes a Oh, interesting. I always thought it was a little artificially sweetened. Jelly is the one I think is artificial. Yeah, okay. Now the thing with peanut butter and jelly is I've had it once when I was in America, of course, and it, it is it is very sweet. Do you get the, what is it? Smucker's peanut butter. That's loaded with like sugar or Skippy. I think I got Reese's one, which is Reese's. peanut butter with like grape jelly, I think. Oh, so it was already- It was already in the swirl in the, in the like, what do you call it? The packet, pretty much. There's a Smucker's version of that. I don't know if that's Smuckers. what you had. But that's outrageous. The fact that they've mixed peanut, pre-mixed peanut butter pre-mixed. and jelly. And it's done in such a way that's perfectly designed. So you can see like it's half peanut butter and a swirl of jelly on oh, the right hand wow. side. Looks nice. We had it. It's very sweet. I don't think I could finish a whole sandwich. Because I feel like if you're having Reese's peanut butter, that is also not real peanut butter. Yeah. I don't like think it's yeah. just a bit of peanuts with a lot of sugar and oil probably. It was too sweet that I, I couldn't finish the whole sandwich. I think I had like three bites. I was like, this is too much. So is that because of the 
PB&J you had or is it because of the food itself? You know, is it the like you had a Reese's peanut butter and probably some disgustingly sweet jelly? There's probably some. Or is some, the food as a, as a, at its core broken? I think at its core, it's broken. Comparative to peanut butter and jam because peanut butter and jam is actually okay. I've had it once before. I had that at work the other day because there's, there's toast and like little peanut butter and jam. Yeah, 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 so yeah. You know, I'll, have, I'll have a go. It's good. It's not bad. It actually works. Especially It, it all depends on the jam. If the jam is a pretty good jam, that one that is, you know, yeah. well sugared. <laughs> not sure if I should say that. <laughs> That's fine. But, uh, but yeah, I actually think it doesn't work as well. Maybe the US audience will... No. So let's let's we'll, we'll park that for a second. Yeah. Kush and Miguel, <laughs> one of the greatest duos of all time. One of the greatest duos of all time. We when did this journey start? When did the Fortnite journey start? Oh, it must be 2017? Something like yeah. season three. That's what season I know. Three, season yeah. three is when we started getting on that battle bus, dropping into Greasy Grove, and getting three, four, five wins a, a day. It was an unreal duo session. The fact that we could come day and night. <laughs> Another duo, by the way, <laughs> but we could win both day and in the night. We'd play during the day, skip uni, <laughs> have a lunch break, play again, have an extended dinner and you know responsibility, do your responsibilities yeah. session, and then we play again yeah. at night. Look, I got told to vacuum the house. I'd do it. And then I go hop on back on exactly. and then I get some fucking dubs. Exactly. Look, and then it also extended further. There was some potentially Warzone duos. Warzone duos. Apex Legends for a bit. <laughs> FIFA duos FIFA for a bit. Duos. NBA 2K yeah. for a bit. Actually, I will say there was one pro clubs game that we played. I'm pretty sure it was like 7-1 that we won or some shit. Yeah, and then the next day we played us to San and a bunch of others. We played the same team. And we lost. I think we lost. We lost, man. We, and this was like Div 3 or 4, very high up. So the duo magic is there. It absolutely is there. And here's the thing, when I'm comparing it to peanut butter and jelly, Cool. Peanut butter and jelly has been out for a very long time, but there's differing opinions. Who should Miguel? There is only, <laughs> I've only heard positive things. <laughs> That's what I say. I've only ever heard good things. Are we putting ourselves above <laughs> peanut butter and jelly? Is that what's going to happen here? If it was peanut butter and jam, I'd say no. Peanut butter and jelly, I think I'm going to have to put ourselves <laughs> above peanut butter and jelly. Oh, that's controversial pig, but you know what? I'm all for it. You got you to be aware of the, the duo power that is here. Exactly. You got to respect our ability on the sticks. <laughs> if you saw what was happening the other night as well, mate, you'd respect it even you higher. You would. Right. Your next duo we have Rick and Morty versus Batman and Robin. I think I can, and this is one thing, has the creators of Batman and Robin ever been canceled? Mm, the answer is no. The answer is no. To, to our knowledge. <laughs> to, our, to our knowledge, correct. We never know what happens in the abyss of Hollywood, to be but honest. But do we separate the literal art from the artist? <laughs> do we separate Rick and Morty from the nonce? It's the royal. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know what? Let's take a step back and let's do it. Purely from an, from an argument standpoint. Right. I'm not saying we do it. I'm saying purely for this argument. Rick and Morty, one of the best animations, TV series to come out for a long time. Very popular. You know, it's got a huge it is fan top base. It is top tier when you, I would say. Absolutely. Yeah. In popularity and probably, you know, yeah. content itself. Slightly top inconsistent tier. in its quality, but still top tier. It's because it sets such a high bar. It you sets know? such a high bar, exactly. There's so much so that when it's slightly a mediocre season or still a good season, you're still feeling the heat, you know? Yeah. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Time, another timeless classic duo. They've been there for a while, not just on the visual format, but also in the comic The format. comics, they started, they translated into... I say one of the classic duos. One of the it's the word probably the duo that you know came from it. Batman exactly. and Robin. Batman and Robin. When you think when someone says 
in twos. I'm Bat. You are the Robin to my Batman. Exactly. And the good cop, bad cop has some Batman Robin derivations as well. So, look, Batman Robin has had its fair share of visual representations. Are they good? Not really. (laughs) They haven't been the best. Yeah. Would I say modern day? I've seen a lot of Batman and Robin. I've seen Batman. Batman. Seen hints at potentially a Robin, but we never see the Robin come. Have I ever seen Robin? Well, exactly. But have you seen Rick and Morty? Yes, you have. have. Yes, you have. Timeless. Is there a Batman and or Robin skin on Fortnite? <laughs> I think there is. No, is there? no, actually there isn't. There's no There's Robin no... skin. It's just Batman. Exactly. Is there a Rick skin? Wow, yes. Is there a Morty skin? Yes, there is. Wow. Exactly. Are we basing this decision on Fortnite skin? <laughs> no, we won't do that. That's, that's, okay. that's a tiny detail. Yeah. A speck into the, but are we recency biased? Do we have to pay respect to the historical significance of a Batman and Robin? I think so. I, and I, I think because if you go out to the real world today and you name a duo, as in you name something that comes in twos, you're more likely to hear they're a Batman and Robin than a Rick. I've never heard a duo other than Rick and Morty be called Rick and Morty. Exactly. And I think Batman and Robin, if you look at, you know, if, for, for the little comic book nerds out there, there's multiple Robins. There's multiple Batmans. It could be Robins that are more so a bad Robin, more so a good Robin. I think there's always a good and bad play as well. Another great duo, right? Thematic duo. Yeah. So I think it works. Are you telling me it's like it's like Ziz. There's a concept of Ziz. <laughs> so yeah. there's the concept of Batman and Robin. Absolutely. And the thing with Rick and Morty is we gotta we gotta take it into account what has happened recently. The man also came out with a post saying he wanted to clear his name. He started referring to his ex. And everyone was like, "Why is your ex coming up? It's about you being a nonce, about <laughs> you being a bit fucking creep." Um, so I'm gonna have to go with Batman and Robin. I this. think that is again another hard pick, but Batman and Robin has, to, Batman has Robin. to go through. Next duo we have on the list: Steph Curry and Clay Thompson versus Mario and Luigi. The Splash Brothers versus the Mustache Brothers. Exactly, Woo! the brothers. What are your thoughts first on the NBA? You, you're well-versed in the NBA history. Tell me about the, the Splash Brothers. Look, Steph and Clay, arguably, on their own individually, are always up there as two of the greatest shooters of all time. Have they carried Golden State to multiple wins? They have wins? carried Golden State to multiple They've revolutionized the game. Damn. Before okay. Steph Curry, people were playing in the post, getting two-pointers, shooting from mid-range. Yeah. But now, because of Steph, and also because of, let's, you know, would claim that conversation as well. Yeah. Go to, we'll go to the local basketball court. You see kids heaving it from halfway because they all think they're Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. I don't see kids wanting to become plumbers and collect gold coins. Is this a good change in the game? You know, a lot of people love playing in the post, getting those two points, getting getting heavy in the in the in the, in the paint. Are we liking this change? This new I like, basketball. I like the change because it, it it fits with the analytics. You know, three is more than two, right? <laughs> That's facts. That there, is there, there's facts. some deep analytics on. Shooting threes is better than yeah. shooting twos in terms of volume and shooting yeah. percentages and everything. Entertaining as well. They are entertaining. Very absolutely. entertaining watch. When you see Steph or Clay have a game, they score 10 threes in one game, mate. You're loving it. I mean, I don't even watch basketball that much, but you know, if I see a Golden State then game- You I play alongside two. them in NBA 2K. <laughs> I'm in their team, actually. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Draymond Green, he's out. It's me. Me and the Splash Brothers, actually a trio. <laughs> exactly, Splash Brothers. But I feel like they have been dealt a very unfortunate- <laughs> Why is that? Mario and Luigi, Kush. I, Mario and Luigi. Another historical classic. Absolutely. The most iconic video game duo of all, besides us two, the most <laughs> iconic video game duo of all time. Well, who do you like better, Mario or Luigi? I'm more of a Waluigi fan. Waluigi, bro. <laughs> Fucking Waluigi. Mario, I'm a Mario fan. Here's the thing. I think Mario overshadows Luigi tenfold. Like, 
insanely over Luigi. So much so that whenever I think of Luigi, I'm like, he's a weaker Mario. It's yeah. not that good. But then again, Clay is a weaker Steph. Is he though? Robin is a weaker Batman. Oh, yeah. I'm a weaker you. <laughs> fair arguments, fair assessments. Exactly. Sometimes um, it has to be an alpha and a beta, you know. Do correct, it, correct. Right? You can't both be alphas butting heads. Yeah. And look, Mario and Luigi are a staple across all the Smash yeah. games, the Super Smash games. Always. They're the first Always. two there. Still relevant today. And Super I, Mario still lives. One of the best colorized duos, red and green. Wow. Exactly. That's a eye popping differentiation right there. Um, but we're talking about real life characters, <laughs> fictional characters. <laughs> the cultural significance of both is very high. It's very high. Why does revolution as an actual sport? There, there's been real life impacts from Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Mario and Luigi. Cool. <laughs> They're good video game duo. They have characters. revolutionized the video game industry. Have they? In what way? They're just duo. They're just brothers in the game. Yeah, but they have popularized video game culture. Oh, yeah. Would I? I feel like that's on Mario though. I actually because we. So we're saying that, Luigi hasn't pulled his weight. I actually don't think he has. <laughs> I feel like this is all Mario. So if it was Mario versus Steph, it would be a bigger conversation for you. Much bigger. But the fact that Clay is a better number two than I, Luigi, I think that's it. Clay is the better number two than Luigi. He's a great supporting character that can hold his own. I think that that's why I'm going to put the Splash Brothers ahead of Mario and Luigi. I can see the comments already, but we are putting Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. They might not even be the greatest NBA duo. They're probably not. Jordan and Pippen is, is there. Shaq and Kobe is also there. But Steph and Clay, we are putting them above Mario and Luigi. Sorry, sorry, fellows. The next duos, the next matchup we have sweet and sour versus salt and pepper. This is tough. This so is we are tough. now in the culinary space. Talking about food items. Okay, let's go with sweet and sour first. Oh, my days. Beautiful. I'm not a fan. Oh. You're I, me you go Macca's nuggets. You're not getting sweet and sour sauce. I don't get sauce in my nuggets. Oh. <laughs> you get salt and pepper on your nuggets, do you? Exactly. I guess <laughs> the taste of salt and pepper. I'm not the biggest fan of sweet and sour, both Macca's and Chinese. Wow. That's that's hot take. That's I'm hot getting take. around it these days, but yeah. I'm still not a like a, a fan. Yeah, salt okay. and pepper goes in all my food. But I, here's the thing: salt and pepper is a staple. Like you should be saltering and peppering your food. <laughs> you should be doing that. Sweet and sour, you're not necessarily doing that in every meal, of course. Like but in, then does that play to the significance and the importance? One is a backbone of society. One's an additional flavor. I feel like salt and pepper at this point has just become an ambient ingredient in food making. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah, but imagine if we didn't have it. Would we notice it? Would we? we would. Salt is one of the most important things in culinary space. Pepper is so spicy to white people. Like, you know. It's- I think here's the thing as well. Salt and pepper, and I'm coming around to this argument. There's probably hints of salt and pepper. In sweet there and definitely sauce. is salt and pepper in sweet <laughs> and sour sauce, brother. <laughs> I don't think there's many foods without salt and pepper. Agreed. Salt and pepper, you're right. It is the backbone. And I think purely on that, like forget the historical context, you know? You go to a Halloween party. What do people dress up as sometimes? Salt and pepper. <laughs> I thought you were about to say sweet and sour. Yeah, tell me how they're gonna dress up as sweet and sour. <laughs> just it's just the Macca's nugget, your head through the through the sauce packet. <laughs> I agree though. Purely because of the, the backbone that it is. So uh salt and pepper. Salt and pepper has to go. Yeah. All right, we're on to the bottom half of the bracket. Mm-hmm. The next one we have is copy and paste versus ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Two, uh, two interesting duos. <laughs> okay, let's start from the second one. Ladies and gentlemen, wh- 
that is again, I feel like it is such a, a crutch for public speaking, dressing a crowd. Yep. Society, a lot of ladies and gentlemen. Can you do ladies and gentlemen now? You can do ladies and gentlemen, but that is not inclusive of entire society, you know. Exactly. What I mean? so ladies and gentlemen still exist, but they're not is that is that a, a strike against their name then? I think it hasn't hold up to contemporary standards. It's now become a trio, basically, right? Yeah, exactly. Or, or even more. Or more. Or more. Or more. Or more. Or more. Or more. Not to duo to that one. So the duo is discriminatory. I just don't think it's it's held up. It's actually lost its effectiveness almost. That is true. It's no longer relevant. It is lost. Copy paste. Is it still relevant today? Nah, I used it about 20 times yesterday. That, I feel like that's the argument right there, the relevance. Copy paste still exists. It's everywhere. You copy paste from your phone, any of your devices, your work, your personal life. Wow. What a stunning variation that is. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, even back in the day, you'd use sparingly. Sparingly, man. Copy and paste every couple minutes. Are you using ladies and gentlemen often at your work every day? I'm not using it anymore. Anymore, exactly. I I think it's left of vocabulary because as of what you said, the the nature of modern society, it's a bit discriminatory. And when we talk about variations, right? Copy and paste. Command and paste for the MacBook folks out there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, cut and paste, <laughs> cut and paste as well. Multiple variations, so it's still be held up across devices and its history. So, copy paste it is for us. Absolutely. Next round, we have Adam and Eve versus Tom and Jerry. <laughs> What's funny, Kush? It's just comparing Adam and Eve. So, uh, if you're talking to a Christian, <laughs> it's their ancestors. <laughs> That's where they've come from. It's all of our ancestors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then Tommy, an animated show about a cat and a mouse. <laughs> the audacity of this matchup. <laughs> it's like David versus Goliath. Another duo, <laughs> David Goliath. Oh, we missed that one. Oh, dear. I think this is no contest. I, I'm going to take a step back. Adam and Eve, cool. Christianity doesn't apply to everyone. It applies to a certain sect, a certain religious group. Fair enough, Christians. Tom and Jerry, can a Hindu, a Buddhist, a man that is Muslim, and a man that is Christian watch Tom and Jerry? They can. I think that's the argument. But, right do, they, but do they? It's not the point. It's the fact is that Tom they and Jerry can. still relevant. Adam and Eve still relevant. Been relevant for two thousand plus years. I, I since the dawn think, of time, Adam and Eve have been relevant. I, Tom and Jerry have lived a very short peak, and I think they've fallen off. I, I reckon they have. I actually watched Tom and Jerry <laughs> around a you, month ago. Brother. <laughs> But I wanted to experience my childhood again, and I sat down and I watched two hours of Tom and Jerry. Kids these kids these days, are they learning more about Tom and Jerry or Adam and Eve? I hope they're not learning from both because one is a very that would be. I don't know if you should be forced to learn Adam and Eve, and the second one, Tom and Jerry. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying everyone, but in the general public, are more people learning about or knowing about Adam and Eve or Tom and Jerry? I will say Adam and Eve, correct, but but. Tom and Jerry's humor still lands perfectly. That slapstick physical humor is something that's translated through a bunch of comedians throughout time. I can guarantee that. That physical slapstick humor, that, that Tom laugh, I'm not going to do it, but the, <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put a sound clip in. <laughs> what a laugh that is. What a laugh. And the, the theme of friendship, is that not universal? Is the theme of existence and humanity. <laughs> No. I, uh, uh, look, it, it's tough, but I'm going to say Tom and Jerry. I'm going to say Adam and Eve. Oh, no. Call Rohit. See what he says. Call Rohit. 
No, we gotta decide. We gotta decide. I understand Adam and Eve's religious historical importance. It's. I just don't think you can go out round one. But it's Tom and Jerry, one of the greatest comedians of all time. It's a hard matchup. It is a hard matchup. Well, why? Why not Tom and Jerry over Adam and Eve? I want to know. I don't care for Tom and Jerry, and I'm sure I stand for a lot of people in modern society. But here's the thing: I don't I have care about apathy Adam and Eve. towards Tom and Jerry. But I have apathy towards. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that. I have apathy towards Adam and Eve. Yeah, but you still understand its significance. But do you not understand Tom and Jerry? No, not really. It's a oh, fucking, okay. it's a cartoon. All right. Well, look, we'll put Adam and Eve in, but I will reluctantly put that reluctantly. in. I'm so sorry for the Tom and Jerry fans out there. Right, this one was for you. <laughs> All right, last two. Yeah. What do we have? Kanye West and Jonah Hill versus Key and Peele. Very so recent, the Kanye and Jonah. Recently, Hill. let's give some context. Mm. So as we know, Kanye has been a bit anti-Semite. A bit, he says. <laughs> He's been very anti-Semite recently. And the other day he put up an Instagram post story basically saying, I love Jews now yep. because Jonah Hill is so funny and super bad or 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street was the one. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Jonah Hill's such a great character in 21 Jump Street. I love the Jews now is what he said. Yeah, okay. This is- And because of Jonah Hill, it dawned upon him that one or two bad experiences with Individuals should not paint across millions of innocent Jewish people. I don't know why it took 21 Jump Street and Jonah Hill to do that, but as long as something's happening, fair enough. Look, I, I the fact that it's Jonah Hill in 21 Jump Street, no less, is something that I just can't put this. I can't put this for. This is just this is just humanity at its worst. Kanye West and Jonah Hill. I think out of just respect for myself. For you, this bracket and everyone, I don't think I can put Kanye West any further. Look, I'm happy for Kanye. I'm glad he's he's realized his his ways were incorrect. They were abundantly racist. Absolutely. But the fact that it took 21 Jump Street <laughs> to do it is fucked up. Key and Peele, you're a big Key and Peele fan. What? One of the best comedians out there. One of the, they have the, one of the most relevant meme formats these days oh, as well. Unreal. And yeah. I, I don't know if you know about the way they, they do the skits, the way they told about the skits. It's a great way of doing the top hat thing, whether you keep putting a hat on one another and eventually it'll tumble down. And that's how they address their skits, which I thought was something so universal. It's what every skit does. Um, but I, I watched a video on the way here. A.A. Ron. Remember the substitute the classic, teacher. The absolute classic. Yeah, then we get the, it ends with the perfect, the hat tumbling over. Timothy. And guess who's there? Mr. Peel himself going present <laughs> right there. Class, class skits. It's got to be Keen Peel for me. I think it has to be Keen Peel. Okay, last last one of the first round. We have bacon and eggs versus push and pull. Okay. Bacon and eggs, mate. That is a staple. Correct. Breakfast staple. When I'm running, when I'm, you know, at my missus place and I need to, buy breakfast quickly or whip someone up. Yep. What does my brain go to? Bacon eggs. Bacon and eggs. Simple. Eggs in the fridge, buy some bacon, done. Solid. Beautiful. What else go do we have there? Go to Macca's, bacon egg McMuffin. Agreed. Go to every cafe, most things, bacon and eggs or include bacon and eggs. And I also don't think it's limited to duos. Add some sausage, add some hash brown. Exactly. You can build upon it. Yeah, it's a great staple there. Yeah, exactly. You can build upon it. But in this holy month of Ramadan, can I put bacon? No, you can't. Up there. You simply can't. Push and pull. Push and pull. Can you do that in Ramadan? I can do push and pull in Ramadan, yes. Are we basing this decision off Ramadan? No, it's just, it's just the, a fact. It's just a fact that has to be weighing. The fact that bacon eggs are not- Correct. Is not universal now, you know? Mm. And then 
all the time. Bacon is not for everyone. Eggs, yeah. vegetarians, vegans Here's don't eat thing. either. Push and pull can sometimes be confused with one another. I know I heard instances where it says push and I pull. Happened to me yesterday. Exactly. Will that happen with bacon and eggs? Will you ever be confused in picking out and eating bacon and eggs? No. No. But it will happen with push and pull. I was at the door yesterday. <laughs> Busy area, crowd behind me. There's two handles. It's not intuitive if it's a push and pull. Uh, exactly. Pushed it. And guess what? You're slightly was, embarrassed. Now. Will you ever be embarrassed in cooking bacon and eggs? No. Won't be. Exactly. Push and pull is also a great workout split for those of you gym people. Rohit and I, push and pull. Push and pull. Okay. You split your workouts in push movements, pull movements. One of the best workout um, splits prescribed out there. But isn't eggs also something worthwhile to the gym? That protein. It is. So is bacon. So but again, bacon. it's not universal. Not universal, correct. That's- Are we saying the universal aspect here trumps, which would mean that it's push and pull then? It has to be push and pull. Yeah. I it's think- in Ramadan. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I think the fact that you know, it applies to workouts. It applies to life, you know, motion. Talking about motion, there's push and pull. Exactly. You know, when you push, something has to pull, you know? Correct. Can you push and pull bacon and eggs? Or am I going too deep into this? I think you're going to. <laughs> can, can we baconize a push? No, we can't. <laughs> baconize. I think just on universality, Correct. the way it applies to everyday life. It's not restricted by religion. Exactly. Not restricted to one meal of the day. We're going to go with push and pull. Push and pull. Time. I think that's the first round done, isn't it? That is the first round done. We're on to round two. Um, Semi-finals, the B ones. Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, you're right. <laughs> Quarterfinals, we have Kush and Miguel versus Batman and Robin, first round, first um, tie. We had a good run. We absolutely did have a good run. And I, I think- we're Putting all- ourselves above <laughs> peanut butter and jelly was already <laughs> an upset. It was already an underdog story. And I know the people out there were rooting for the underdogs. I, I know it and yeah. I respect it. And we thank you for your support. So we will be going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can't put ourselves above Batman. We can't put ourselves above Batman. And look, we, we've just, we've, we're pretty recent. We're five, six years that duo, you know? And we're still going. We're still winning. Exactly. Who knows? Maybe in a hundred years' time, people will remember Miguel. We'll look and back on us, and that is the, the. Someone will find our stat tracker on Fortnite, and they'll be like, "These two are the greatest duos." Fortnite.gg. But unfortunately, Batman and Robin historically it just has to much. go. The cultural impact, the cultural exactly. significance, the fact that we like them as well. Exactly. You know, it's there. The next one we have is Steph and Clay versus Salt and Pepper. Okay. Again, I just think. Look again. I think Steph and Clay had a good run. They upset Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Now a fan favorite, a bookie's favorite was Mario and Luigi. They beat them. Salt and pepper. They come up against another heavy, heavyweight. I'm gonna say one thing. Steph and Clay, they're using salt and pepper. They're using it. Salt and pepper, are they using Steph, Steph and Clay? The answer is no. Salt and pepper goes through it purely again, the universality behind it. And the Absolutely. fact that everyone needs it, even Steph and Clay for them to hit those threes. Exactly. So there you go. Next quarterfinal, we have cut and paste versus Adam and Eve. I think on the- You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I think on the, again, universality, functionality. I think Adam and Eve had its run. They had its run. But in today's society, does it hold as much significance as a copy and paste? Look, I want to say one thing. Some people, some people consider Adam and Eve fictional. Some people do. You can't consider copy and paste fiction. You just can't. But it's a bit of pixels. But you, you just, their button's there. You have to press it. It's as simple as that. It's a function. Adam and Eve are not a function. To some, to some. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm convinced, hurts me to say, as the temp, uh, fill-in Christian today, 
I am Catholic, by the way. As a, as a Roe the Ro supporter. Exactly. I have to fill in Roe's big boots. He would probably quote you some Bible verses <laughs> right now just to prove that Adam and Eve is top tier. I unfortunately cannot do it that justice. I believe in the idea of co- copy and paste. And I've, seen, I've seen copy and paste. I've, used, I've absolutely used, used it. it. All righty, last semifinal. Key and peel versus push and pull. I feel like this is one of the um, – what's the opposite of heavyweight? So it's a it's a welterweight. F- I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to say Keen Peel. I know we're talking about the universality, but I think Keen Peel does Newton's have that. Newton's law is push and pull. I get that, but I reckon Newton would have enjoyed. When Keen there Peel. is an action, there must be an opposite and equal reaction. And that here's is the, the concept of push and the yin and yang. Another duo which we missed, but that doesn't <laughs> matter. Push and pull. Push and pull. Cool. We use that every day, but. And like we've been talking about the universality, I think Key and Peel also exhibit that. Their comedy is universal. I don't think there's any way you can dislike Key and Peel. Their comedy is fantastic. It's just skit format. They do the slapstick. They do the normal comedy. They do short format. They do long format. I just think it has to be Key and Peel for me. I think it's the it's the the comedy for me yeah. that pushes them through. But if I'm wrong, you tell me. My love for push and pull is there, but it is not strong enough to to outweigh those those factors for Key and Peel. Let's push them through. Semi-finals. First semi-final we have Batman and Robin versus Salt and Pepper. My God. <sighs> now we're in the big leagues. This is tough. This one's actually tough. I'm a bit torn here. <sighs> Batman and Robin. Would would there have ever been a comic where Batman and Robin used Salt and Pepper? Perhaps. There may have been. Absolutely. You don't think Alfred is making Ooh. Bruce Wayne a meal with Salt and Pepper? And look, if we're going to go back to the our age-old argument, there might be some people who don't like Batman and Robin. That's true. Some people don't like comics. But if you're comparing it to the people who won't like Salt and Pepper, it's going to be a lot lower. I'd be very concerned if you like are against <laughs> Salt and Pepper. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you, what are you seasoning on your food? Then? What are you eating? What are you eating, bro? <laughs> I think it's going to have to be Salt and Pepper. I know, this hurts because I just want to, you know, honorable mention for Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin is one of the greatest duos. It, ex- it, like, it just exists. People, that's their go-to duo when they're naming two people that are close or friends or whatever. You're, yeah, there's Batman universal themes. Good, bad, father, son, friendship. There's so much there to unpack. Heroes. But- they're heroes. Superheroes. <sighs> salt and pepper is superior to my taste buds. <laughs> exactly. Salt and pepper is a requirement. Exactly. So I think, uh, Kush, I think it has to go. Could I just do one quick devil's advocate? Sure. Too much salt can kill you. Too much pepper can kill you. That is true. Can too much Batman and Robin kill you? Probably. If you're sitting in your basement watching Batman and Robin for Yeah, that is a month. All right. My Devil's Africa didn't work. Salt and pepper it is. Salt and pepper goes through to the final. Second semifinal. I think these are two of your favorites. Copy and paste against Key and Peel. I feel like this is a hard one for you. Easy one for me, but I feel I want to hear it. It is tough. I'm look, I'm a, I'm a big sucker for the Key and Peel. And I think their, their comedy is universal. I think their skits are fantastic, but copy and paste is just everywhere. Everyone uses copy and paste. It's just so simple. The like backbone of society. It absolutely it is the salt and pepper of a function. Of computer functionality. <laughs> of, computer, of device functionality. That's not exactly. restricted to computers. Programming. Pro, yeah, programming. Let's Binary, not stop that. ones and zeros. Yeah, let, coding. Let's not stop that. Exactly. We can keep going. I... It's going to have to be copy. It hurts, but it's going to have to be copy and paste. It has to be copy and paste. has to be. My God, Chris, we're on to the final and this is- What's this a surprise though? Because like we're talking about the universal application of these duos. Now let's review the journey that both yeah. these, these mm. participants taken. So first finalists, we have Salt and Pepper. Yeah. They've been sweet and sour. Easy. 
They've been Stephen Clay. Tough. They've been Batman and Robin. Very tough. Copy and paste. The second finalist has gone through, ladies and gentlemen. Take this. Easy matchup, that one. Adam and Eve. Tough. And Key and Peel. Very tough. So they've, they've had gone, a tough journey. They've gone they've, through the ringer. They've earned their place in the final. Exactly. This to me is a flip of a coin, this matchup. <laughs> they're both- they're Two both backbones you. in their own right. I'm telling you today, I will use copy and paste and I will also use salt and pepper. Exactly. I honestly, this one is one of the toughest things that will ever- Literally some of these things, Stephen Clay, I might watch in a few days, right? Salt and pepper. I'm going to use probably in the next few hours. Copy and paste. I'm probably going to use the next hour or so. And look, I brought up the devil's advocate, the last argument. Can copy and paste kill you? Can it give you a disease? Too much copy and paste. Can it? Can it? Can't, I don't think can't, it can. Can't. Whereas salt and pepper, yes, it seasons your food. Yes, it's magic. It can be magic for your taste buds. Yes, it's also just ambience for your taste buds. But copy and paste is the backbone of everything. Society. Of society. Like, think about this. Batman and Robin, Mario and Luigi, even those duos, Wallace and Gromit, they are essentially a copy and paste of each other and what those duos represent. They're not salt and peppers. They're variations of the copy and paste. I think for me, because of that, the fact that copy and paste has lasted so long, also in different timelines, different points of history, different variations that you see popping up in duos, trios, quads, whatever. <laughs> and it doesn't give you a disease. It won't kill exactly. you. Exactly. I think that's the, the, the thing that tips it over. You know? Too much. There's nothing wrong with too much copy and paste. In fact, it's probably making you better. It's more efficient. Exactly. The more is better. Salt and pepper, there's a diminishing return. I think it's going to have to be copy and paste for us. On the graphic... I've scrolled down, select tournament winner, copy and paste. Copy and paste. Wowie, well done. Truly well done to copy and paste. Well done. <laughs> Calling all ladies. Has there ever been a situation where nose hairs were a turn on? Probably not. That's why our friends at Manscaped upgraded their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. So we have the Weed Whacker 1.0 here. Don't worry about that. There is a 2.0 out. We'll have the product soon. But what is the Weed Whacker 2.0, you might ask? It has improved blades and motor. Your man can feel the power of nasty nose hair annihilation in the palm of his hands. This improved Weed Whacker can now be found in the Performance Package 4.0 for no additional costs. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker 2.0 nose and ear hair trimmer uses a powerful 7,000 RPM motor with an improved steel blade system that upgrades the cutting performance from their first generation to better whack your weeds. Plus this nose and ear hair trimmer comes with skin safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs on wow. your man's delicate holes. And you know what a man loves, his delicate holes. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to get our hands on the Weed Whacker 2.0. I'm, I'm a big fan of the 1.0. I can't wait to whack my weeds, man. Exactly, gotta get the weeds whacked. And if you are a fan of that, if you haven't gotten yourself a package yet, performance package, do so. This is the perfect time. New product perfect. is the perfect time to get exactly. it. If you want that, or if you just want the weed whacker, I respect that if you just want the new one, but you should get the new one. Save money and attack your man's nose and ear hairs by going to manscaped.com and using code TCB to get 20% off and free shipping. Save 20% off and free shipping with the code TCB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping <laughs> with the code TCB at manscaped.com. From below to up top, we get your man the best in grooming. Oh, 
Alrighty fellas, new segment. We have Rate Your Local. We ask you guys to send in your local train station on Instagram and we'll be rating them based on various metrics. Well, 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 April Fools. I know April Fools is already passed, dare I suggest, but on the day of recording, it is April Fools. We will not be doing this segment today. We'll be doing it next week for a long episode extravaganza. This is definitely a planned April Fools and definitely not a technical issue with our audio and video that is causing us to scramble and not have this segment up this week. But rest assured, next week we will be doing the train station segment. We are very excited to rate them and hopefully have all the boys in to rate the train stations. But um, April Fool's and definitely not an April Fool's on us. Audacity definitely not fooling us. Our camera not fooling us and our whole system not fooling us. Definitely not. The joke is on you. Ladies and gentlemen, salts and peppers, <laughs> sweets and sours. Copy and paste. Exactly. We are at the end of a fantastic episode. Truly an episode where we went into the, the critical side of our, of our brand. And I, we, we went into the, the, what do you call it? The, nit, the nitty and gritty nitty and part gritty, of everything. Yeah. Like, truly amazing. And look, we, we did some new segments. We did a rate your local stuff. I really, I really like that segment. I want to bring that back with a- anything and everything. Shopping centers. Whatever you want. Your local Mickey D's, your Maccas. Whatever you want. Your local road. Whatever you- <laughs> Your road. Your local street number, <laughs> road, suburb, state. Your local bedroom. Take a picture. We will review it. We will actually review it. We should review something inside people's houses. Yes, I don't we know should. what. Kitchens. Or living room. Give us your living room. Oh. We'll sit in this. <laughs> But if there's anything you're passionate about, let us know. Let us know, absolutely. And look, we'll continue to dabble in our segments. And what that means is you'll see them across our various social media platforms. Check us out on TikTok. At Critical Banter. At Critical Banter. Also check us out on YouTube Shorts. We're posting there. Both are long, long-term and short-term video formats. So check them out. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us the good ratings. Five stars, come on. You heard the content today. If that's not five stars, I don't know what is five stars, to be honest. And let us know how this duo. Yeah. Let that's us know. If you don't want Rowan Sen anymore, we're happy with that. We're happy with that. We'll cut them out. If you want them and not us, <laughs> we're maybe, also happy with that. <laughs> we're happy, but maybe leave that to yourself. Yeah, maybe leave it to yourself, but we understand. All right, we understand. With that, we'll see you guys next week, hopefully with more people. Yes, sir.